Welcome to another Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive medium, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I created the show with the intention of empowering others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me spotlight extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping people in their own way. Together, we can all make a difference. And it starts with love, love from the hip. Despite the overwhelming amount of scientific evidence for psychic and paranormal phenomenon, a majority of the world still does not believe it is possible to access information beyond our understood physiology and our perceived time and space. We are reduced to physical beings taking part in a physical world governed by physical laws. Philosopher Christian List believes this to be a result of the growing popularity of reductionism, in which everything is thought to be reduced to physical processes. Instead of viewing humans as heaps of inert acting particles and nothing but physical systems, List encourages us to view humans as intentional agents with psychological features and mental states. The irony, however, has always been the lack of tangible scientific evidence in the intangible phenomenon. Intuition, for example, is believed by psychologists to be a physiological process or a mind-matching game. It is explained by your brain being presented with a situation where it quickly does a file search from your memory banks to match one most like it in order to credit meaning to the situation. Intuition has long been hard to measure because researchers didn't know how to quantify it. Recent scientific research, however, has finally been able to measure intuition and therefore validate its existence. A team of researchers conducted an experiment led by Joel Pearson, Associate Professor of Psychology at the University of New South Wales in Australia. In this study, researchers inserted both positive and negative subliminal images to elicit emotion and stimulate the type of information involved in intuition. The results revealed that when the participants were shown the positive subliminal messages, they were not only more accurate in their responses, but also quicker and more confident, too. The findings also conveyed that the participants participants became better at using their intuition over time. As we use our intuition more frequently, we begin to trust it even more, strengthening it like a muscle. And listening to one's intuition is considered to be on the spectrum for a psychic or channeling ability. Channeling involves consciously shifting one's mind and mental space in order to achieve an expanded state of consciousness. It can range from gut feelings to trance channeling or to out-of-body experiences. Channeling is often dismissed as dissociative disorder, which is defined as a disruption in the integrated functions of consciousness memory, identity, or perception, and is mostly caused by traumas. A study was conducted in the summer of 2015 by Tel Aviv University aimed to explore the coherence between channeling and dissociation by analyzing 20 Israeli women who channeled. The study concluded that channeling can be a voluntary and functional utilization of dissociation and is an ability to achieve an altered state of consciousness. In 1973, anthropologist Dr. Felicitas Goodman, the founder of Kiamunge Institute, worked with anthropologist Dr. Erica Borogigyan on a comparative study of 488 indigenous societies around the world. They found that 90% used at least one culturally institutionalized method to experience an altered state of consciousness. This became a significant discovery which launched Goodman on the path to rediscover ritual postures. Erica focused on possession trance states as a dissociative state in which she believed the trancer left the body. Goodman, on the other hand, shifted her focus to what she termed ecstatic trance instead of dissociative. She explained this to be a state of expanded awareness in which the doors of perception were thrown open wider to a wider realm or an alternate reality, while still being firmly anchored and aware in this realm. Goodman discovered that the ecstatic trance state could be achieved by holding the poses depicted in select ancient artifacts used for ritual while immersed in rhythmic percussion sounds. She noted that this ecstatic trance is not only our birthright, 
but also a direct connection to our distant ancestors, and that we have the ability to enter it freely and easily without any outside agents like botanicals because our DNA remembers how to make the shift just as our indigenous ancestors did some 50,000 plus years ago. Goodman has brought back this ancient technique while revealing its physiological connection. In order to prove Goodman's theories and provide scientific evidence, neurological testing was conducted on those in the ecstatic trance state. Research found that there was a marked decrease in stress hormones and a surge in positive well-being hormones like beta endorphins. Another profound discovery was that the beta brainwaves, or those present when we are in an ordinary waking state, were continuous throughout the ecstatic trance state and joined by theta waves, which are waves of a deep sleep state. The integration of the two, Goodman believed to be an innate gift of our physiology. Goodman's work has led to the conclusion that alternate states of consciousness are entirely normal. Simply put, it is innately hardwired in all of us, which means we all have access to it if we so choose to experience it. Today on Love from the Hip, it is my absolute pleasure to have Carrie Hart here with us. Carrie is an author, speaker, pathfinder, and mindfulness coach. She will share wisdom from her new book, Sojourner in Adeque, Mind-Expanding Ideas and Practical Tools for the Open-Minded Seeker of a Meaningful Life, as well as how she came to channel, who she channels, and the advice and tools she has to share with all of you. So stick around. We'll be right back. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A Care.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe and share my podcast, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the pleasure of having Carrie Hart here with us today. Carrie is an author, speaker, pathfinder, and mindfulness coach. Hi, Carrie. Thanks for being here today. Hi, my pleasure. (laughs) And where are you joining us from? Los Angeles area, Palos Verdes specifically. All Mm -hmm. right. So you're getting all the seasons in one week. 
<laughs> yes, we're getting a whole year's worth of rain right now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like everyone's feeling like they're being punished over there for some reason. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> so, Carrie, I have to ask you, what were some of the catalysts for you to embark upon your spiritual journey? Well, in my case, I had never been interested in spirituality or the paranormal. And in fact, I I considered myself an atheist. And I just, which was primarily just that I wasn't at all interested in, in religions. They just didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And then right just before my 50th birthday, I had uh, some friends give me a couple of books that kind of softened me up for the experience. (laughs) And then I decided I was pretty interested in intuition because even as a person in the corporate world, uh, working with computers, which was my career, I used my intuition all the time. And I was always wondered about it that I could know something intuitively that I didn't have any other way of knowing, that I could solve problems by using my intuition. But I didn't have an explanation for it that was satisfactory. So I uh, started working with a book called uh, You Are Psychic, which I did not have any interest in psychic phenomena at all, but it was about intuition. And they suggested that you, to expand your intuitive sense of hearing, Mm -hmm that you ask for a word for the day. So I started going down to the garden every morning and asking for a word for the day, and I'd jot it down in my journal. And then throughout the day, uh, something would happen that made that word significant. So I thought this was fascinating. (laughs) And then it started being not just a word, but then sentences and paragraphs. And I was beginning to just say, is there a message for me today? And I'd get all these wonderful messages full of very practical advice. Now, what happened then is one day I was asking on behalf of a friend of mine who had a legal problem she was wrestling with. And she said, could you ask and see if you can get me some advice? So I thought, okay. So I went down in the morning and I said, well, do you have any advice for Mary? And the answer that came was in a new voice. When I say voice, I'm talking about a voice inside my head. I'm mm. not talking about an external voice. But it had a different quality to it. It was more authoritative. And so after I got this message, which was wonderful, just full of fabulous advice for her, I then said, who are you? And uh, the answer came, I am Quado. So that was the beginning of my adventures. I did not know that what I was doing was called channeling. I yeah. happened to talk to a girlfriend and I said, this is so weird. I I asked these questions and these answers pop into my mind. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, she said, oh, you're channeling. And I said, what? So I looked on the internet, and this is this is over 25 years ago when this was more new to us all. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, what I was doing was just what they described. So I then started a practice of every morning because I had a very demanding corporate job, and I, I lived in the LA area, and there was a commute. So every morning, I at 4 a.m., I would go <laughs> down to the garden with my journal and ask for a message for Quado. Then I'd run up to my computer and uh, key it into the internet and share the Quado messages and then get dressed, get on the freeway and go to my job. (laughs) (laughs) So I did that for a number of years. And now were you building quite the following on social media? Well, we certainly did get a following. Yeah, absolutely. So go ahead. Go ahead. You go. I wanted to ask, what is Quado? Well, hmm. uh, yeah, interesting question. Uh, (laughs) Quato is, what can I say? Quato is energy. I uh, did ask Quato once if he had been in human form on the earth, and the answer was no. So I think of Quato as just a, a form of energy. As a matter of fact, I think of channeling 
as more or less receiving a packet of energy that then I unpack and translate into language. And I have no idea how I'm able to do this. I know that um, that it is, you know, with intuition that different people have different intuitive senses that they're strong in. And this particular one, uh, being able to hear a message in words is, is intuitive hearing. Mm-hmm. And some people, though, are much stronger in intuitive seeing and uh, intuitive feeling. Yeah. And so were you knowing, were you building those clarities as Quado was coming in? Were you building that being able to see visions? And yeah, do you know what? I always think um, that the best way to expand your intuitive senses is to spend a lot of time in the one that you're really good at. Mm -hmm. And then that tends to make all of them better Mm -hmm. and then you can experiment these are on the one hand they're they're innate abilities that we all have to some extent but you like any innate ability you get better at it with practice Mm -hmm. so i mean you may have an innate ability for music but you still have to practice playing play an instrument right and then also having the support too so what what was your husband thinking at the time I, i i read in your book that you actually hid the book that you had gotten from the bookstore <laughs> from him about you are psychic. Well, uh, what did he think? I kept it a secret from him for some time because this was something really new to me and really unusual. As I said, I had no background yeah. for this. I had no interest in this. And all of a sudden there it was, <laughs> this thing I was doing. And all I had to do in order to get to that place was I did need to learn to breathe. I needed to learn to breathe down into a quiet place because my basic life, especially my work life, was very tense, full of a lot of stress. And so all of that stress and mental noise will tend to block out your intuitive senses. So I did have to learn how to breathe down, how to feel when I was in the zone, in the place that I call adequate. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Yeah, (laughs) but I had to learn to recognize that, Mm. to recognize when I breathed down enough. And I I did it through counting down. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would breathe in 10, 10, 10, and out 10, 10, 10. In nine, nine, mm-hmm. nine, out nine, 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 until I got down to one. And, you know, our bodies are so interesting. When we do something repetitively every day, mm-hmm. it gets easier and easier. And so at first, sometimes I get all the way down to one and I was still tense. <laughs> <laughs> but after a while, I didn't have to even count down anymore. If I just started, my yeah. body said, oh, I know where we're going. So the how did we- how did your husband find out then? Did he oh, witness husband, you breathing down? Right, I forgot. <laughs> no, you're, you're calming I us all down. Friend. It's great. <laughs> so what happened was, at first, I was just sharing this with my girlfriends because since it was so new to me and I was just learning how to do it, I didn't want to open myself up to any kind of criticism of it. So I only told people that I knew would be really open and accepting. And then after a while, I finally, I felt secure enough in what I was doing to tell Ed. And he was fine with it. He just <laughs> he just did what I suspected. He just made fun of me a little bit. Uh-huh. Well, he had quite the sense of humor, I, I hear. Yes. And not only did he have a great sense of humor, but he was uh, he was a mathematician. And, you know, mathematicians, especially abstract mathematicians, they they deal in stuff much weirder than spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know, he would talk about things like um, imaginary numbers, whatever those are. <laughs> <laughs> so he was actually quite fine. But yes, he did make fun of me a little bit. So it was good that I waited. <laughs> yeah, totally. Now, do you think that as you were connecting with yourself and your intuition, that that was the bridge to Quado? That's what brought Quado in for you? Uh Absolutely, yes. I think that we are 
surrounded by help and that we are here struggling away in this physical life because boy it can be tough Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we are trained in our society in our society we are trained to ignore all the intuitive information that comes flowing at us. You know, children are trained to say, no, you don't have an imaginary child. But you, what are you talking about? That's not real. And so we are trained to just listen to our analytical, rational voice. Mm-hmm. That plus that emotional voice that is simply, um, well, it's what we're trained to. We're trained to... Uh, we get rewarded for certain behaviors and punished for other behaviors. And and we take all that in mm-hmm. and we become, uh, you know, John Miguel Ruiz, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz uh, said that we're domesticated. And I thought that was so right. Perfect. Like any other animal, it's domesticated <laughs> to think a certain way, act a certain way. And the in our society, unfortunately, we are trained to ignore all of this wonderful help that is there for us. Yeah, we suppress we, it. We can, in fact, get glimpses of the future, get understanding of what's going on around us, make good choices. All of this is right there for us. But we have to undo our training, mm-hmm. learn to trust ourselves, learn to trust that our intuitive sense is right. And anyone out there, and I know this applies to everyone, (laughs) who has ever said, I knew I shouldn't have done that, or I knew I should have done that, is simply demonstrating that the information is right there. Yeah. It's right there. And now even as a channeler, we have issues with trust, right? Oh, yeah. Is that information it's, really coming in? <laughs> it's a it's a learned skill right. to, to set aside. Part of it is the trust. And, well, these are interconnected. The other part is learning to differentiate between your editor critic mind and the message you're receiving. Mm. Because our editor critic is so strong and it's the guy that's been in charge our whole life and does not like this Mm -hmm. (laughs) does not like getting this message that says relax and be peaceful accept things as they are things like Uh this and the editor critic say are you crazy that doesn't make any sense (laughs) so that that brings me to ask you then when you were receiving messages from Quado what was the feeling you were having in your body? Oh, so the feeling is peace, mm-hmm. absolute peace. And it's um, the the feeling of being in the zone and accessing this is the same feeling you have when you go into a forest and you allow yourself to become one with nature, mm-hmm. or you stand and you look at the sunset, or you experience the ocean, it's the same feeling. And your, your tension goes away, and you get that buzzy feeling. Mm-hmm. And you know, the first time I had that buzzy feeling was not actually channeling. It was when I was singing, when I was performing. Mm-hmm. I found that I would be singing a song and then at some point if I hit the heart, the emotional heart of the song and I was totally one with the song and what I was saying at that moment, I would get chills. I would get this little buzzy feeling. And I believe that all artists are channelers, Mm -hmm. all artists and and athletes too mm-hmm. that are that when they hit that moment i love watching the olympics because okay. i always wait for that moment when you see someone give the performance of a lifetime and you know they're in that zone yeah. and it's the same place it's the Absolutely. same place yeah they they describe that also as the ecstatic state 
interestingly enough. <laughs> well, your talk about Goodman and ecstatic, what'd you call it? Ecstatic, ecstatic trance state. Okay. Yeah. Exactly right. Mm -hmm. I, I um, feel that what, what she was describing was, yes, you're open and receiving it, but you're also very grounded and conscious. And that is where I am. Mm -hmm. I'm not lifted out of my body. I'm solidly in my body. I'm totally aware of my surroundings, but I'm also receiving a message which is different than what my rational critic voice would say and I'm in that buzzy <laughs> zone where I'm getting chills. <laughs> I absolutely understand <laughs> so yes well, yeah. you would <laughs> so I want to ask you back about Quado really quick did, did he ever mention masculine energy correct is that right or uh, no? yes Quado always felt masculine to me yes okay did he ever tell you why he came to you no, I I would say no. I didn't have. I didn't ask. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I believe that uh, that the help is there for everyone. I don't think I'm unusual in that regard at all. And that's the way it felt. Mm -hmm. Was not. It just felt like it had always been there for me. I just hadn't accessed Plugged it. Plugged in. <laughs> I just didn't know. I didn't have the tools to access and, and receive, but it had always been there. Yeah. And one of the hallmarks of, of uh, the intuitive sense of hearing is that those of us with a strong, with that strong sense have often mixed it in with our own thinking. And we're unaware that when we're, as I was with my computer career, that as I was thinking things through, that I was in fact accessing my intuition mm -hmm. actively, but I was, I didn't recognize, I didn't know at that time how to separate out the yeah rational and the intuitive I that's definitely a learned skill for me yeah i love how you explain that that's great well and with that we're going to take a quick break but stay tuned for the weekly skinny up next and more love from the hip on this weekly skinny i would like to talk about the latest new beauty trend and it's called upneak this is the first approved eye drops by the us fda to treat blepharotosis or tosis for short Ptosis is a condition where the upper eyelids droop over the eyes, also known as droopy eyelid. This disorder affects 11.5% of adults. Ptosis, or droopy eyelid, occurs when the muscles which keep the eye open begin to lose function. It can affect only one or both eyelids and can severely impact one's vision. Ptosis can be caused by aging, genetics, and also injury to the eye. Sometimes eyelid drooping can be a side effect of Botox as well in cases where the product inadvertently travels to the eyelid muscles after injection. Upneak provides a temporary alternative to eyelid lift surgery, which has been the only form of treatment up until now. It works by causing the muscle responsible for lifting the eyelid to contract, which in turn instantly allows the eyelids to open one to two millimeters wider than prior to treatment. While this prescription drug is not meant to be a substitute for eyelid lift surgery, and certainly does not provide the long-lasting and dramatic results achieved through surgery, it is a helpful alternative, especially for those who are just not ready to go under the knife. In addition, it still offers an instant noticeable lift with no downtime and is easier on the wallet. This drug is prescribed for one daily dose and is said to cost anywhere between $90 to $120 for a 30-month supply and around $240 for a 45-day supply. It is supposed to last anywhere from six to eight hours a day and is not recommended for everyone. It will not work for those who have droopy eyelid due to excess skin, saggy eyebrows, or any underlying eye injury or nerve issues. It is also not recommended for congenital ptosis. And as with most other drugs, people with heart conditions, high blood pressure, and or pregnant are advised to consult their doctor first. Interestingly, its active ingredient is the same found in nasal spray, like Afrin. In nasal spray, the ingredient works by stimulating the blood vessels to contract. Unlike nasal spray, it is said to be safe for long-term use. Less severe side effects can include dry eye, eye irritation, redness, blurred vision, and headaches. Eye pain can also occur at the time of application. 
More severe side effects can include rebound redness, which is a persistent redness that develops from using a redness-relieving eye drop. While it was approved in July of 2020, it is still relatively new to the beauty industry. And so, the jury is still out on its long-term effectiveness and or reports of any long-term side effects with usage. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you're just tuning in, I'm having a discussion with Carrie Hart on her latest book, Sojourner in Adeque, Mind-Expanding Ideas and Practical Tools for the Open-Minded Seeker of a Meaningful Life. So, Carrie, let's just jump right into Adeque. What is Adeque? Well, now we've been talking about that zone, and uh, Deepak Chopra has always described that zone you go into in meditation as uh, non-local consciousness, like it's a state of consciousness, but the non-local meaning, meaning that that space and time are different there. And in reading, in shamanic reading, I've seen that uh, they often refer to Adeque as non-ordinary reality, which I think is a very good description. It's non-ordinary, but it is reality, and it's there for all of us. And so I was just delighted to have come across this word. So where this came from is I was doing a personal journey you know uh, doing a drumming and chanting and going into into autoplay and taking my own personal journey and i encountered this uh blue portal and so being the explorer that i am i went right through (laughs) (laughs) why not and so on the other side of this portal was an energy called Wanatakwe. And it's just that word Wanatakwe came to me. And Wanatakwe asked to be brought back into the world as it is now. Wanatakwe energy was alive and active in the Amazon thousands of years ago. And I had withdrawn and was now wanting to come out into the world as it is now. And Wanatakwe is this very interesting heuristic energy that uh, one chakra wanted to learn how are things now in the world because the mission of one chakra energy is to help lift people into their into that state of dignity and honor and truth that humans are capable of yeah <laughs> but that is in short shrift in our society right now and so I worked with Wanatakwe for a while, and one of the great gifts of Wanatakwe were some words from the Wanatakwe language, and one of those was Adakwe. And Adakwe describes, as we've been talking about, that that place you go in your intuitive world, that place where you might meet guides, angels, power animals, the place where all that wonderful help exists for you. Mm. And uh, when I was writing my book, I I thought, I wish I kind of forgot for a moment about the word adequate. I thought, I wish I had a word, a good word to describe that zone that I go to. I thought, oh, I do. Wanatakwe <laughs> gave it to me. It's adequate. So then awesome. Wanatakwe went, I played around for a little while. I thought maybe it was a healing energy like Reiki, and it did yeah. have some of those qualities but not exactly the same. And then it kind of went off into the world to do its learning. Mm. And now it has returned to me. And I'm only just beginning my adventures with Wunatakwe to find out where we're going next and what it is that Wunatakwe wants me to do. I I did receive uh, 12... um, I want to say mantras, but they're not mantras, they're chants, mm. but like a mantra, but a chant for use in, in meditation and reaching uh, Adequay. And I just haven't gotten them out in the world yet. So I'm, I'm in the, I'm, I'm just the beginning of really exploring this energy. Now, would you it, say that's also the place or the space, I should say, where healers 
tap into when they're facilitating healing? I absolutely. Yeah. That's absolutely. Um, I know in my own healing work has been with uh, yet another entity. Yeah, I want to talk about running wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what happened was, as I said, I was I was channeling Quado and sending Quado messages out in the world, and one of the Quado followers sent me an email and said, "Could you do a spiritual healing for me?" And so I was right in the middle of writing back an email to say, I'm sorry, but I don't do that. When uh, in my voice, a little voice said, oh, yes, we do. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And that was my introduction to Running Wolf. And so I responded, well, you can be my first one. We'll have an experiment. I'm getting a message that says, yes, I can do this and we'll we'll see. But, you know, I love the beginning of a new adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) To me, the fun of it is not having the slightest idea what's going to happen. And so that was certainly true here. So I just started working with Running Wolf and uh, as an apprentice, if you will. And, And the healing took a lot of different forms, but it always was about going into Adequate. In this case, you know, what I found was so interesting about your introduction about Ms. Goodman uh, when she was talking about rituals. Mm-hmm. I found that for myself, I always had some way of getting down into that place, right? Yeah. And in the case of Quado, as I, as I said, I would breathe down, but then I also had a a thing that came to me that I would just, that I went into a cave in my mind's eye. Hmm. And I would just say over again, in like down, down into the cave. And I would say that until I got to that zony place. into And so when I started working with Running Wolf, it was not surprising that it, uh, we went to the cave. And so we went to a shaman cave. And it's just the cave expanded a lot in my work with Running Wolf. The the pool of water that was there when I talked to Quado was still there. But now once I was dealing with Running Wolf, I found if I jumped into that pool of water, it would I would go tumbling down the rabbit hole and it would take me to the land of the power animals and I could retrieve power animals. That's fascinating. <laughs> and then there were other areas of the cave where I could go for, it would depend, I'd have a client that I would be yeah. bringing with me into the cave. And uh, it was just so fun not to know. And then I would just feel oh, yeah, we're walking over to this place. And the first times, of course, that I went into a new area of the cave, it was brand new to me. Mm. But sometimes it would be an energy healing. We would go off to an area where we would stand in the center of a circle with chanters and drummers. And then energy would be lifting off of my client and going up through a hole in the ceiling. Mm. And then other times, as I say, we would go down and jump in the pool of water and go to the land of power animals. (laughs) Then one day, this was so surprising to me, one day we went straight across the cave. I'd never been there before. And there, there was a stairway and the stairway went down and all these different doors from different, some were very, very old, some newer, some ornate, some ancient, and then passageways and more doors. And if, and we just walked until we felt like, oh, this is the door to open. It was a door to a past life. Oh, that's awesome. Which was so interesting because I had no idea. I had never dealt with any kind of past life. Mm -hmm. Oh, as a hypnotherapist, I bet you you do Yes, I do a lot of past life regression. (laughs) And it is. It's exactly like that. There's usually doors. So that's wonderful. Oh, oh, okay. That's wonderful. (laughs) So, yeah. And what what was so interesting to me is then then you open a door to this whole other life and then, I don't know, very different things would happen with different people. But after we were through with with that adventure, people felt 
they felt quite relieved of some kind of a burden that they were carrying, I would say, was the general response. Yeah. Is that what you found, too? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It it, it all made sense. <laughs> yeah. At the end, it all just came together, all the little right. pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, so, exactly. So when you're working with your clients, are they in some sort of trance state as well or... What is no. it like for you? No. Well, they they can do whatever they like. The mm-hmm. uh, so <laughs> way it is for me is that I am, of course, in Adequay going yeah. going through my adventure. And just I, uh, Quata was just pure words, was word messages. The experience with Running Wolf is not that. Um, in the experience with Running Wolf, I am actively adventuring in this cave and I'm pretty much describing what I see, what I feel, and sometimes messages. But I'm I'm really I'm describing this adventure that we're going on together. And um the journey. I love that. The journey, exactly. <laughs> and I often for running wolf, I often use um drumming and chanting as a as a way to get down into that space. Yeah, activate it. And then we go into the cave. That's amazing. Well, thank you for sharing that. Well, with that, Mm -hmm. we're going to take another break, but we're going to go out to a break guided by Carrie Hart's own voice as she sings Ava Maria. So don't go anywhere. Love from the Hip will be right back. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H.com. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425 754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792.
Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you're just joining us, I have Carrie Hart here with us today. And be sure to pick up her new book, Sojourner in Ottaque, Mind-Expanding Ideas and Practical Tools for the Open-Minded Seeker of a Meaningful Life. Well, hey, that was a beautiful song. Thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah, so talented musician as well. You have all the gifts. (laughs) You know, if your listeners would like to hear that complete song, it is out on my website free. Uh You just go to carryheart.com and then navigate to music. Beautiful. And that's heart, H-A-R-T. Right. Carrie, (laughs) C-A-R-R-I-E-H-A-R-T. Wonderful. So Carrie, before the break, you were touching on channeling running wolf and then accessing Mm -hmm. the power animals. So yeah. can you share more about power animals and the significance of connecting with them? Yeah. Do you know, I think of, well, uh, almost all indigenous societies have some version of power animals as as their helpers, if you will. And to me, they the helpers like guides and like quato and angels and power animals it's just this whole pantheon of help that's out there for us and in the case and so you can just choose what you really connect with some people love to connect with angels and i really and i've done (laughs) some fair amount of that but i really love the power animals and you can look at power animals a number of ways. Um, indigenous societies often looked upon a power animal as an animal that uh, had died, that wanted to be alive again, and was willing to give you its energy in exchange for being alive again. And if that's what feels right to you, that's good. Hmm. In my case, I tend to think of Oh, <laughs> this is a familiar theme. I would say I tend to think of power animals as a as a packet of energy, but as you may have gathered, I think of everything as a packet of energy. <laughs> <don't I>? uh-huh. <laughs> so, so what you can do with power animals is you can have a primary power animal. I know when I was a child playing jungle, I was always a panther. Mm. So that that energy and often the the characteristics of the animal are just what you would think so it's how you associate with the animal it's important so the panther you know is a very patient uh waiting on the bow looking for opportunity and then jumping not not someone out making a lot of noise and then when i when my husband died i woke up one morning and I had and the elephant was with me Mm. and uh, I hadn't ever associated really much with the elephant but it was just just right there elephant energy which I believe was about strength of Mm. course and also about family Mm. and um, my desire and need to go move back across the country and be with family. Yeah. But so power animals give you this, this, um, they have a particular energy and you can wait for a power animal to come to you. Oftentimes people know the animals that they already know. Oh yeah. I always feel really a connection with a wolf, for example. Um, But you can also ask a power animal to be help you out on a temporary situation. You can have a major totem like the for a period in your life, like the elephant was for me and the panther had been before. But you can also ask for a power animal to help you out in a particular situation. Uh, So, for example, let's suppose I'm going to uh, a job interview and I want to, first, I want to use my intuition. I want to have been practicing every day to develop my intuition so it's there when I need it. (laughs) I want to breathe down into a quiet place and say, how shall I approach this interview? And then let's suppose the answer is be very confident, 
what they're looking for is confidence. And then I can think, oh, all right, I'll, I'll ask a lion to come help me. And so then I can breathe down and picture a lion and ask, ask mm -hmm. for help. The help is all there. Ask for lion energy to flood into me. And then as I go forward in that job interview, you'll be amazing how well, amazing how well <laughs> this works. As I go forward into that job interview, I've got my chin up a little higher, my shoulders back, my chest out, and I'm just like, I'm confident and I'm just <laughs> breathing in that confidence and I carry myself differently because that power animal is helping me out. That's awesome. Now, since you tap into Adeque, I imagine then you can communicate with your late husband. Well, I actually uh, do chat with him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I find that the the energy of people that have passed on is particularly strong in the few months right after. Mm -hmm. And I would encourage everyone not to shy away from that, not to be afraid of that or think that there's something wrong with them. It's so strong. I, I, um, and you can just feel, you can feel the love. Mm -hmm. And that's so nice is that after someone has passed out of this physical state, what I found is that all those other things that you found annoying about them or any problems that you had, anything like that, that's all gone. Yeah. It's what is there is the pure essence of their love. And if you allow yourself to, you can just bask in it you can just ask it to come down. And of course, you'll cry. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for sharing that. So mm -hmm. we're almost out of time, but I want to ask, what is the biggest takeaway from your book? I had tried my best to come up with everything from my 25-year journey that I think would be useful to anyone who wants to create a new life with joy at its center. And also, can everyone access Adeque? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> there for all of us. Absolutely. All the help, all the love, everything you need right there. I love it. Now, how can my listeners learn more about you or even book a session with Running Wolf and you? <laughs> <laughs> Come to carryheart.com. Awesome. Thanks and again. All right. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thank you, Eric, my amazing producer, you, the listener, KKNW, Timber Country, and Cape Town Zone Radio. You can find me at sakurasutter.com. Tune in next Wednesday for another episode of Love from the Hip. Stay kind out there. Stay, try to, stay true to you. And don't forget, make self-love contagious. Go ahead. I dare ya. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had.